Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Ranchelle Van Bryce. Ranchelle is a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and podcast and TV show host of Ignite Your Success. She is magnificently obsessed with guiding women to live their best lives. Ranchelle puts her passion into helping women flourish, triumph, and prosper. Whether that's professional success, physical health and wellness, or thriving personal relationships, she moves them towards the something different that they are yearning for. Ranchelle is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. She has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Ranchelle. Goddess is in the house. <laughs> Patty says, I'm still looking forward to this talk. Oh, me too. Ah, you know, thank you. I'm so excited. I like interviewing is always like my like greatest gem, anyhow. And then when I get to introduce um and, and interview and chat with Candace or Samantha, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> such a privilege. Such a privilege. Um you know, certainly, yes, Candace is a rock star for sure. And today she's going to talk about women and worth, wealth and wellness. And I always have to say that really slow. And <laughs> uh, and part of that is like feeling the energy of the word and mm. the words, women and worth, wealth and wellness and how important all of those pieces are. Right. And yes. so. Um, so welcome. Welcome, Candace. Thank you. And they there's they go in order, right? Like there's it there was thought behind the order, not just that they all begin with a W, but there's like thought behind the order behind them. Right. And I think that yeah, yeah that's so important. Words have power and yes. energy behind them, right? And so when we strategically pick those words, there is, there's our own intention behind it, um, you know, plus the energy. And so I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. So uh, so you may all not know this, but we are here for an hour with Candace. She's going to pour her incredible wisdom into us. And so before we get started, I have the honor uh, of reading an introduction um, <laughs> uh, to her. And so let me start with that. And uh, yeah, and then we'll talk, uh, Candace will share our story, share your story would be mm -hmm. fantastic. So First, drum roll, please, everyone. High five her. Uh, shout out emojis. Let's send her some love. Yeah, so woohoo, got fire. Candace McKim is an international intuitive teacher, intuitive business coach, number one international best selling author, TEDx speaker, and founder of the Intuitive Coaching Academy's online training. I mean, even that, like, it's just like, bump, bump. It's amazing. <laughs> Candace <laughs> spent decades combining her social work background with yoga and chakra therapy into a form of intuitive teachings. Candace's wise and fun-loving approach guides women to courageously connect to their dharma or purpose and to use intuition to level up their spiritual businesses to ultimately make a bigger impact and attract the wealth they truly desire. In the house, the only, the one, the only Candace Rockstar McKim. 
We need sound a soundtrack. Uh, right? Absolutely. Applause. Absolutely. It's such an honor, you know, to be here on so many levels, Candice. I mean, as a co-creator of the summit, um, you know, just the just and the the academy that you have and like everything that you do. So it really is for me an honor. So thank you. Thank you for saying yes to you know, to um everything that you've said yes to. A hell yes, actually. Right? A hell yes. A hell, hell yes. yes, which is really all about. So would you, yeah, share with us, how did you get from where you were to, you know, to where you are? Um, well, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Um, it's so fun to be interviewing, 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 and then it's like, P, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting interviewed and to be on the other side of it. So it's really fun because uh, you don't get time to get nervous. You don't get time to even think about what you're going to say. Right? <laughs> and so you come in here going, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it has, I don't know. It's just been a lifelong journey for me. Like um, I started meditating at 13 years old. My parents were hardworking, self-employed parents. They had three teen teenagers. My mom was stressed and didn't know what, how she was going to cope. So yeah. she um, took us, our entire family, to learn transcendental meditation. So I started meditating at 13 years old. Um, and it just, I feel like I was just always guided on my path. That, yeah. um, you know, like that there was a duality. Like there was the masculine, the feminine energy. And then at 16, um, consciousness led me to become a vegetarian, which is part of yoga philosophies, but I didn't even know about yoga at that time, right? So here I'm already doing meditation and vegetarian, even though I wasn't a yogini yet. And then I, um, in high school, I wanted to help people. So I became a social worker, went and got my degree, started in that helping field. And then I was just so aware of energy. And I, as a woman and as, uh, you know, a young woman with young children and like in my twenties, I, I got burnt out working as a social worker. And I was actually telling this story earlier that I was even saying to my coworkers at the time, you know, I wish there was counseling because we did counseling, right? I wish there was counseling for people who didn't need counseling. And they all laughed and go, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, like people who just need to talk things out, to get some support, to get some cheerleading, to, to keep moving forward into their dreams. And, you know, like 30 years later, <laughs> then coaching became a thing, maybe not yeah. 30 years. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, but it just, it just really feels like it's just been so guided. And so then um, I was in meditation. My youngest son was just a baby. And so when he met, when he snapped, I would, would meditate. And it, it just was a download uh, yoga, become a yoga instructor. Yeah. So then, um, I was on mat leave at the time. And so I did, I went and took my yoga teacher training and I started a yoga studio. So I also always had that entrepreneur spirit as well. My parents were self-employed and you can relate to this Ranchelle, and yeah. probably a lot of the people watching can really relate to having that entrepreneur spirit that, you know, you might work in companies off and on, but it's like, there's this part of you that, you know, cause when my first son was, um, I, I don't really tell the story much, but when my first son was just turning one, I, I could have gone back to my social work career, but I started a commercial cleaning business because I could be at home with him during the day and I could make as much money as I could as a social worker. And then eventually I did go back, but then no, it was, I uh, was on mat leave with him, became a yoga therapist became a chakra therapist, had a yoga studio for 17 years. 
but I was really always marrying together talk therapy of social work with body, mind, spirit, and bringing it together, just knowing, I guess, intuitively that there was this connection that I wanted to share in coaching and, and doing energy work. So I kind of started doing more energy work at my studio and, um, yeah, it just keeps guiding me and keeps guiding me. And then now we're working together, right. Mm -hmm. In this collaboration. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that when, um, one thing I want to make note, I guess, and kind of this awareness for me with you is that meditation is just part of part of you. Like it's just, you just, you just be meditation. So I was going to say do meditation, but you just be meditation. Mm -hmm. And so, which I love, you know, so for me, it's, it's a practice that I have in the morning at a certain time. And so I have it as a, as a morning routine. And one of the gifts that you gave me was it doesn't have to be like an hour long or two hour long. I don't have to chant. I don't have to like remove all my thoughts, but I can really bring the energy right. So of source. I can create the intention. And so, you know, one of the gifts that you've given me personally is every time we go to to do something together and there's or there's a whether it's you and I or a group of us, you're like, okay, great, let's let's start with the meditation. Mm. And uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. I was gonna say I I be meditation, but I be yoga, right? And for so okay, so I had my yoga studio for 17 years, and um then I uh I sold it when, because what had come across my tape, my in emails was an opportunity to raise $20,000 for victims of sex trafficking in India. And so I got the intuitive hit, or I just knew in my soul, I'm doing this, you know, and when you take big, scary hell yeses, then you really, then for me, I really started questioning myself, like, who do I think I am? And, you know, how is this going to affect my business? How is this going to affect my family, my household? I had three children living at home at the time still. And there's, but there's that part of you or part of me, but I feel we all have that within us that we're just like, oh no, I have to do this. And I'm called to it. And so I remember at the time I was actually sitting on a hockey bench talking with another mom. And I said, I don't want to be on my deathbed. I'm Canadian. I just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) How do you say you're Canadian without saying you're Canadian? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So I was saying to the other mom on the hockey bench, I said, I just don't want to be on my deathbed and wish that I had at least tried to raise $20,000 for these young girls and these victims of sex trafficking. And so... I took the step into to doing it and I raised the money in nine months. I, I invited a group of women to support me and we did it very, very quickly. So then as a result, I was going to India and uh, six weeks before I left to go to India, I got the intuitive hit to sell my studio. And you guys, I love teaching yoga. I love yoga, right? I love every part of it. And I loved what I was doing, but I just got the really clear intuitive hit. And so I did, uh, two days before I left to go to India, I sold my studio. I had it over the keys. I went to India, I came back and it opened up time and space for me to write my book, Yogini's guide to intuition and create the deck of cards, Yogini's guide, um, intuition is a choice Oracle cards. And so the book and the cards is about living yoga, coming back to what you're saying. I live meditation, but I live yoga. And, and there's seven, uh, Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga. And the, there's only out of the eight, a lot of us, I guess, think yoga is the asana, the practice, the physical part of yoga, 
where in yoga, there's eight limbs of yoga and only one of the eight limbs of yoga is the physical part, Mm. right? So one of the other ones is breath work. One of the other ones is meditation. And then there's three that are dedicated. No, there's three that are dedicated to meditation out of the eight limbs of yoga. So yeah, so I thank you for saying that about the meditation part, but, and it is, it's just a part of who I am. And so is yoga. It's just, it just is who I am. Yeah, I love that. And and I, I so I hadn't heard that story before, everyone. And so what you know, it's coming to me as as the as the new story is. Um, there's so many things. You like you talked about the intuitive, like the intuitive hits, like following uh, your hell yeses and being in awareness of that. And I mean, how easy was that for you? Because you developed your um, meditative practice at such a young age, like you were called to it. Was it and was it and is it always easy for you to follow your hell yeses? Yes and no. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much yes. But there's always fear and resistance. <laughs> I think that's so important to like say because I think people think when you follow your intuition, like that's it, and everything is like you know, unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So actually, so I got the intuitive hit to sell my yoga studio. And then the funny thing, and I'm doing air quotes, if you're listening to this after the funny thing is, is that I I had never gotten in the lease agreement to my landlord. She, every time I saw her, she kept saying, Oh, you, I got to get that lease to you. And I'm like, Yeah, you do. Because I had been renting this space for years. And I had given her the post dated checks, but she never got the lease agreement. So I phoned her up. And I said, so um, I never did sign the lease agreement. Does it go month to month? And she said, yes, it does. And I said, okay, well, I'm giving you six months notice that I'm letting go of my studio space. At that time, I didn't, I wasn't planning on selling it. I was just going to close it. Right. And um, she came back to me. She said, well, I'll give you a free month's rent. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I would like to th- think that I was so connected to my intuition that I would, I would say, no, 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 uh, no, I'm still going to stick with my original plan. No, I got off the phone and I did testing. Like you do muscle testing. I did muscle testing. And the trick for me is I say it out loud mm-hmm. and I can tell in my gut, I get a gut response. And so I said out loud, I'm keeping the studio. And my gut said, no. My gut said no. And then I said, I'm going to let the studio go. And it was a hell yes. It was a hell yes. And I thought, no, I'm I'm going to stick to that plan. I don't know what my future looks like. I have no idea where I'm going, but that's what I'm going to do. I know going to India is going to change my life, right? Like I just knew that it was right. going to be a big thing and it was going to change my life. Yeah. So, and again, I'd like to say that I gave, I told her right away that I was going to let it go, but I didn't. I waited until then I ended up selling it and then I had, she had new tenants. So it all worked out. <laughs> Yeah, right. It all worked the way it's supposed to. So when we're talking about like women and worth, wealth and wellness, um, how did you come to this place and space where that's because that like you also live that like you like you live yoga, but you are an advocate of women and worth, wealth and wellness. And so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I sometimes think that you and Samantha go okay, here we go again, <laughs> because I go right into the, the masculine feminine energy. But yeah, so the number one secret of women and worth, wealth and wellness is that being a woman, being an intuitive woman is your superpower. Being a woman is your superpower. Because, you know, we, we're, we are different, right? We are different. And we've been navigating in a masculine society 
for lifetimes. This is not our first lifetime that we've had, you know, we're in a patriarch patriarchal society, patriarchal led society. And as women, we have experienced oppression over and over and over again. And, you know, um, being a woman is our superpower because we are so able to wear so many hats. We are able to accomplish so much. We are connected to feelings, emotions, intuition, creativity, all of those all of those feminine qualities that make us so powerful, right? Yeah. And so I want to ask everybody in the audience, what hats do you wear? Like, what are some of the hats you wear? Like, you know, like Ranchelle and I are both entrepreneurs. I call myself a soulpreneur. I'm a daughter. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a partner. I'm a friend. I'm a yogini, right? I'm a cheerleader. I'm a boss. I'm a CEO, Yet I'm also a healer, an energy worker, an empath, right? So I want you to write down in your journal or you can put in the chat, mm. what are some of the, some of the hats that you wear? Yeah. And then as, go ahead. So go ahead. No, I'm sorry. So it's like business. Uh, so uh, Virginia says business owner, anti-career guide, doggy mom, spouse, partner, student, healer, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are yeah. great. And then I want you to ask the question. So once you write down, and I hope you all did grab your journal that Ranchelle created because it's gorgeous. Ranchelle and Michelle, they're gorgeous. Um, I don't know if we can drop that link in to get it right now if uh, Sarah can do that. Um, But I want you to ask yourself, did you take those roles on willingly and consciously? Because Mm -hmm. sometimes we get thrown into roles like cleaner, cook, right? Chef of the household. I can't even tell you how many sandwiches I've made over my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, you know, the question is, did we willingly take on those roles? That's a question. That's a great question. I've never asked myself that. Did I was did I willingly take those on? Yeah. And consciously like, go. okay, I, you know, and I, I, I did consciously take that role on to be to be the cook in our home. Right. Because we knew everybody needed to, I'm like a big thing about diet, right? Like eating well and eating healthy. So taking that on, um, that was something I did willingly take on, but there are some roles that I didn't take on willingly and consciously. And then the next question is, do you feel resentment for any of the hats you wear? Mm. Right? Like some people like driver, a chauffeur, chauffeur, right? That was one. it used to be one of my resentments until I changed my languaging around it. Instead of said, instead of saying, I have to do this, I get to do this. And it just shifted me into gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the talks I was at this morning, she said, I choose to do it, right? Which makes you feel empowered about it, which yeah. I really love. I can't remember who it was. I apologize. Yeah. Um, yeah. So asking yourself, did, did you take on any of those hats that you feel resentment for? And so if there are, then are there any hats that you need to maybe change the energy around. Like I said, I had to be the chauffeur, chauffeur, right? That was the thing I had to do. And so then I shifted the energy by shifting my languaging and then realizing that driving my kids around, it, well, it put me into so much gratitude, right? How fortunate are we that I have a vehicle that I could drive them in, that we can afford to put them into different activities, that they are healthy enough to attend activities, that we get that time to chat in the car, like all of the gratitude, right? Yeah. And it just shifted that energy. So then it became a fun thing. And the thing is, I didn't have to actually go do the activities. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
I'm like, why am I whining? I don't have to go do gymnastics or play hockey or, you know, put all that shit on or anything. I just get to go and drive them. And a lot of times I didn't even have to, like, didn't even go in and watch because you you weren't allowed to or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So as women, I feel like it's, it's really connecting to it. And this is going to go right into the second uh, secret, which is worth, right? You are enough is worthiness is when we value ourselves as women, when we really value ourselves, then it's going to spread out so that other people value us. And then it's going to spread out to the patriarch. It's then it's going to spread out to our men. They're going to value us as well. But we, it has to start with us and it has to start within ourselves that, you know, this world that has been created, it, it really does begin with, you know, with us as changing our ourselves and moving and really seeing the value of the feminine energy. And honestly, I believe that COVID and having the pandemic is, is the, the feminine energy rising. And yeah, we know it wasn't great, uh, you know, and I, you know, there were so many deaths and which is horrible. And yet, and like, right, not yes. And we all had to get creative in our businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care your man, woman, whoever you are, everybody had to get creative in their jobs, their careers, their businesses, in companies, everybody Mm -hmm. had to get creative. We brought our children into our homes and started educating them. We started cooking more at home. We had to get, uh, we really had to get creative with entertainment and being together and, you know, and again, it wasn't easy for a lot of families. I know that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of darkness, a lot of shadow came out of it. And yet it's, it was also, I like to look at the gem, using Samantha's word, the gem in the experience is that really it provided an opportunity for people to say, oh my God, I need to needed to get off of that Ferris wheel that I was on or that, you know, that yeah, right. Hamster yeah. wheel. Yeah. yeah. And come back into it. And yeah. so even though we, you know, we live in this masculine, uh, you know, society, it's like, now let's, let's rise up in the divine feminine. Yeah. Cass, I want to ask you a question, um, which came to, you know, talking about uh, valuing um, ourselves as women. I heard this differently today. And so I just want to ask for clarification. Um, which is, I think what you're also saying is we can value ourselves as a human being. We can value ourselves as a human being, have a spiritual experience. We can value our, our, our intuition, value the divine. But I heard this differently today, which is value ourselves also, like, and as the divine feminine, which is a different type of, Am I hearing this differently now? Because I'm obviously ready to receive a new message. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. Yeah, like it is. It's valuing the divine feminine. Yes. You know, when I was uh, when I was telling you my story, you know, and saying that I recognize masculine feminine energy, I was like three years old and being told to kneel beside my bed and put my hands in prayer and say a prayer to God. And I'm like, hmm. If there's a God, there's got to be a feminine energy. Like I didn't have the word goddess in my vocabulary at the time, but I knew intuitively or energetically, I knew there had to be a feminine energy there as well. So it's like, there's, there's no separation, right? There's no separation, but it's the divine within ourselves 
and the divine feminine that we we really need to value on the same level as the masculine. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think like like for me, everyone that's like a writer downer is we can we can um, have feel worthiness and value as an individual, like sovereign. Mm. Right. Um, and sovereign for me now means both of divine masculine, divine feminine. Mm-hmm. I can I can value myself here, but valuing the divine or worthiness, right? The the of the divine feminine really does put a different spin on it for me. And perhaps maybe, you know, it is all about me, which is possible. But does anyone else feel that? That that's that's a different way to look at this is the divine feminine and having the worthiness and the value around that perspective and so if if that's kind of like triggered you or tweaked you right um put a one in the chat or put a hell candace's words hell yes hell Uh, yes (laughs) hell yes right and the reason we're saying hell yes is because my weekly show is called find your hell yes on inspire choices network um yeah so some people put in god encompasses both masculine and feminine yes and we have in my world, in my experiences, God has been masculine. And so we value the masculine. And I'm saying, yes, God does encompass masculine, feminine, and all of us encompass both masculine and feminine. But we truly do live in a society that values the masculine energies more than the feminine energies. We don't value creativity as much as we value hard work and making money and, you know, having the list. And so we, yes, we do live in a society that does value that more than the feminine energy of cooking and sewing and cleaning and creating, nurturing and, you know, emotions and feelings and all of that. Right. And so it's, it's, I think it's, yes, God encompasses all and we all possess both the masculine and feminine energy and we really need it both. Like we can't always be living in our feminine energy or we are not going to get shit done. And then yet we can't always be in our masculine energy because it's it's too hard on us, right? We have to look after ourselves. I've, I've been burnt out before when I worked as a social worker. I I got burnt out. And I think you shared about your experience of being burnt out as well, right? Yeah. And that was living within the divine, living in within the, the masculine. And I would say for me, it wasn't even living in the divine masculine. It was like just mm-hmm. accessing masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to point out what Candace said was that that the world honors more right now the divine masculine energy. She didn't talk about men. She talked about the divine masculine energy. That's different. So it's not about like, so when people talk about, even we can address this real quick, um, Candace, I think you can add to this, is we have both men and women speaking on a summit and that was with purpose on purpose there is a requirement of divine masculine energy and divine feminine energy and you did not say right that society honors men more no no you said divine masculine did everyone see that like can you see and feel and hear the difference because i think sometimes what happens is people automatically go oh yeah patriarchal men Mm, that's not what we're talking about right right and so it's really but it is honoring the feminine energy within us right and yeah when I got burnt out it's because I do like to be in my feminine energy and I was working in too much of my masculine 
And this is what I love about collaborating with you and Samantha is we can we can say, okay, this is too much. I need to. Well, you always talk about going back to your bat cave, and I'm just like, I just, <laughs> I just close my, I just turn off, right? <laughs> Sometimes I don't announce it, but I just like, I'm out, yeah. right? Like I'm done. <laughs> like I think that's what I say. I'm done for the day, right? Yeah. Because it has. We've had to go into our masculine energy to create this amazing summit, and yet we have to honor the feminine because. Otherwise, if we don't live in, if we're not, the only way we can stay connected to our intuition is to stay in a powerful place of being, right? And to, and if we're too much in the masculine energy of push, 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 uh, pushing ourselves and overwhelm and burnout and frustration and anger, we're not going to connect to our intuition. And I'm all about following my intuitive, intuitive guidance yeah. through, through every aspect of my life. Right. I, yeah, I think that's so that's so huge because often, like I said, people think that we're it's a, it has to be one or the other. We get this all or nothing. It's like no, we and both the female body will say the, the the and the male body need to access both. Yes. Like yeah. if if a the a, a man right is only yeah. accessing his divine masculine, he too will will experience judgment and burnout. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Again. Yes. It's not whether or not you have a penis or vagina, folks, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and what does, yeah, yeah, really, right? And when we know how worthy we are and we value what we're putting out in the universe, then we can tap into our self-care practices that look different for all of us, right? And uh, creating that sustainability. And so I, I believe that um, to do our work in the world, we have to have that sustainability, looking after ourselves and knowing our worthiness and staying, staying really connected to our worthiness and our value and not beating ourselves up. Like that is the, that is the worst thing we can do for ourselves is to, is to start beating ourselves up and thinking that, that we're, you know, that what we're doing isn't important because it is, and we all have a unique gift to share with the world. And that's the thing that um, is hard is because Mine is different than yours, Ranchelle, and ours ours is different than Samantha's. But, you know, so then we start to think, oh, you know, who do I think I am? We go into those questions, right? Who do I think I am? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of those those pieces. So so we're talking about the worthy piece, that's the, the, the secret, and then um, and the wealth and wellness. I love how you tie this in because, like, for you, it's just so intuitive right? And so yeah, yeah. So so when we connect into our worthiness, when we connect to our value, when we connect to our message, I'm about Dharma, right purpose. So Dharma is a Sanskrit word for purpose. And, um, you know, like my whole life, right, has been about purpose and helping people stay connected to their purpose. And we do that by connecting to our soul, what our soul wants, right? And our soul speaks to us through our intuition. So our soul wants us to go out in the world and to shine bright and to be, you know, to get our messages out and to um, do, to be of service, right? Another aspect of yoga is save us, to be of service in the world. And it doesn't matter if you're an electrician or you're a house builder or you're a coach or a speaker, it, it, right? It's all being of service. Or if you're a nurse or a doctor or whatever, right? It's all still being of service. 
And so tapping into your dharma, your dharma is connected to being of service. Your purpose is connected to being of service. And, th- and it's through our intuition that we hear what our soul, the next steps that our soul is going to guide us. And so when we really stay connected to it, that stay in the feminine energy and our creative energy, that's how we're going to get our messages. Mm-hmm. And then we stay connected. We know intuitively, right? We know that these messages are from our soul or source to keep us in our, on our purpose and keep sharing our messages. And then that, then when we keep doing it and we see the value, the value, the value and the worthiness of it, yeah. then it's energy. We're putting energy out and then wealth comes back to us. Yeah. 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 And I think people sometimes confuse wealth with money, right? Like, um, and so that's certainly part of it, I think. And so Candace says, so I'm saying that I think, and it's kind of like an exclamation mark, question mark, but it's not just like wealth isn't just about money when you have the energy of, of living um, your Dharma, you know? And so, and the other thing as you're sharing that is how difficult it is as a human being to stay connected um, to your, 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 uh, your intuition, your purpose, but you can do that. So what I hear you saying this time is what you can do that if you stay in that divine and then that divine feminine, then you stay connected to your intuition and you stay connected to your dharma. Is that correct? Is that like, that's what I'm hearing, but I'm asking for, uh, for affirmation and confirmation. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I'm meaning that. Yeah. When you stay in your, a powerful state of being, when you stay in your feminine energy, that's how you connect to source and to intuition and to your creative juices and your creative energy. And so that's where there's the fine balance, right? We need to stay connected to it and then to still take action. And I agree like wealth, you know, we all have a money story, right? And how do we measure wealth? And you could even add that question to your journal, like, like how do I measure my wealth? But I am talking money as well, you know? Yes, it's part of it, right? So yeah. would you say if, if someone's dimming their light and, um, and you know, I've talked about both of our experiences of dimming our own light. So if we're dimming our light, let's say someone on the call is dimming their light currently, is that because they're not staying in the divine feminine or is there? Yeah, I'm just going to pause. Yeah, they're not seeing their worthiness. It's not so much that they're not in the divine feminine, but they're probably not. They're not connecting to their worthiness. We need to see the value of what we're bringing to the world. And, um, you know, what and how we do that is checking for evidence, right? Like, where where's all the things like all the people that I've supported, all the people that I've helped, you know, like yeah. staying true to that. And I don't know about you, but it, this this plagues me every once in a while, right? Like I go, oh, God, does this even matter what I'm doing anymore? <laughs> you know and uh I just don't even want to do this anymore I mean it's been so much better with collaborating with you and Samantha but when I was really a sole solopreneur I had those days and weeks and months maybe you know where you just go oh this doesn't even matter anymore for me though spirit won't let me shut down spirit won't let me quit I like seriously I've tried yeah yeah you could probably relate to that right and so Yeah. So it's really is coming back to your worthiness and what you, you know, that, that you do have a special message, a unique message to share with the world and that you are here to be of service. And it looks different to everybody. It looks different for everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And that sounds good. So I think, I think the challenge is, um, 
we forget that our message is unique. And I think, Candice, we forget that. And I'm looking again for your input. I think we forget that because we um, we compare ourselves to others. We use we we might be using like marketing uh, sales language that worked really well for somebody else. So we're imitating it, modeling it, mimicking it so that we attract, get, achieve more clients, customers, money. Yeah. And so, yeah. Right. And so if we remember that uniqueness, mm. um, all that keeps on happening. Like, so I, I, so I, okay. I mean, I hear all of that. There's so many people asking you how can just tell me how I thought that's like, a, like, I'm like, okay, everybody, let me just stop. How you're the audience. I can feel them. How can this, how do I do this? So how do you stay connected to your um, uniqueness? Yeah. Is that the question? I think that's the question, right? Is because there's a burning desire within you that won't let you stop doing it. Right. Right. And maybe you haven't started doing it. Right. Maybe you're there and you go, oh, I know I'm here for something more. Right. Like that's how it started for me. I just knew I was here for something more. And I hear this all the time. Actually, when I would teach live workshops around the around North America, I would ask that. And 100 percent of the ask the question, do you know you're here for something more? Do you hear do you feel you're here for greatness? And 100 percent of the people would raise their hand. And so that's that, that inner thing that's within you. And, um, you know, it's really about staying true to it and knowing that it keeps coming up over and over and over again. And it can be, you know, creating a nice home life or creating, you know, like a really safe place for your, that your family always gathers at, you know, um, maybe it doesn't have to be that you're on stage and, and telling everybody, but it, it, there's that part of you. And, you know, we had two, I had two people, I interviewed two different women today who spoke on the power of words. And I went, oh, I was surprised that, oh, I've got another interview on the same topic. I was a little surprised. Totally different talk, right? Yeah. So, you know, everybody is going to be sharing their messages, but it's going to sound different. It's going to resonate differently. You know, we keep hearing each other's stories, but yet every time we hear it, we hear something different because we're in a different place. Like mm-hmm. I listened to your talk yesterday and I'm like, oh, you know, getting all this stuff, this new stuff. So, yeah. So just knowing that um, it's that burning part within you is I guess the how is keep connecting to it. And I'm going to go into the wellness part and that's really going to um, land it, but yeah. it's just that part of you that knows that you're here for more. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. Why don't you share the wellness piece? And then I know you have some amazing gifts for everybody and an opportunity to, um, to work with you as well at a deeper level. So let's, yeah. Yeah. So um, just to finish off the well, the wealth part, I want you to really tap into your belief around if wealth is spiritual, because as my back, like you guys know, my background is so is uh, yoga. And there is some, there's this thing that goes around the yoga community that you can't charge too much and all of that. So I want you to connect to is wealth spiritual and what limiting beliefs do you have around that? You know, I have to work hard for money, you know, all of those types of beliefs that we have. And um, my sister said to me, or I one time heard, no, 
my sister brought this to my attention, but Carolyn Mace was like, I can, I can talk and help people in a Gucci outfit as well as I can in a Gap outfit. I mean, those were not her words at all, yeah. but it, that was the gist of it. Right. Uh, 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 right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, hell yes. We can be spiritual and still, you know, attract more and more wealth and more money to ourselves. Yeah. All right. So going into wellness. So I was burnt out as a social worker and how it showed up for me is I cried. I cried and cried and cried. Like every day after work, I'd come home and I'd be in the shower and I'd be crying and I, it felt hopeless. And the same thing happened when I came back from India, I went through a period of really sad and it was my dark night of the soul and then really angry. And I would give myself a period of time to be really sad and a period of time to be really angry. And again, it felt hopeless. And so for me, when I go into that deep, deep, um, you know, feeling of overwhelm and burnout, it's, it shows up as sadness because I felt like I went into it wanting to be of service, right? I went in as a social worker wanting to be of service. But what I know is that all of those big, deep experiences lead me to the next thing, right? They lead me to the next thing. And so that's how it showed up for me for getting burnt out. And so I just will never go back there. Like that is not ever happening. Like hell no to burnout. That is not yeah. ever happening again. <laughs> right. And so what do we do? We as soulpreneurs, as mothers, as wives, as women, we need to continue to keep looking after ourselves. And so going through the aspects of yoga, the first thing is movement, right? We need to move our bodies. We need to move the energy. The energy gets stuck in our in our bodies and we need to move it and let it get out especially as empaths as healers we're picking up other people's shit all the time and it can show up as weight gain it can show up as tired bloating frustrated and it's not our shit right it's right. like ooh, no. let's sweep that off right need to move the energy and so moving dancing yoga walking hiking and you know like just getting your body moving is is one of the first things to help to create sustainability so i'm not i'm talking wellness but it's it's to create sustainability so that you can do your work in the world do your purpose to live your dharma so yeah. when you like even that might be a mind shift for some of you. You're not doing the wellness practices, you know, just so you're not in the shower crying every day. You're doing it so that you can get your work out into the world because the world is waiting for you to yeah. show up because they you have a message that they need to hear. Yeah. So the first thing is movement. The second thing is food and beverages. <laughs> I have five beverages around me and my husband put a kettle outside the door. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just like staying hydrated. I've been vegetarian since I was 16 years old. So 40 years, like a long time, 40 years, <laughs> plus. 10 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, you know, and uh, so, you know, eating healthy food, resting is really important. Sleep. One of the talks talked on that yesterday. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that is so important to sleep breath work. I do breath work. It's part of yoga. Uh, it, even in my book, I have a couple different breathing techniques. And just remember, like a lot of us think of breathing as a relax, something to relax yourself with. Right. But breathing can also energize you as well. So breathing is not just for relaxation, though. You know, I was raised where, you know, if I was getting stressy, my mom would take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, meditation, of course, non-negotiable journaling is a is another great one mindset and I said this the last summit and it got a few laughs and I'm going to say it again hire a damn coach already 
Yeah. Like there is no way in hell I would be where I am today that I would have a book out, you know, a weekly show be on the summit with you guys. If I didn't have a coach and I usually have about three coaches on the go, to be honest. And because we need to talk things out, we need the support, we need the cheerleader, we need to have a, a coach. So hire the damn coach and it could be me, it could be Ranchelle, it could be Samantha or any one of the other 80 speakers or somebody you know on the side. Like just, I just think it's so important to to have a coach and to to get that support, that weekly week or biweekly support. Yeah, I think that's essential. And, you know, and I think uh, lots of times I think um, even as like summit hosts or coaches, we skirt around the issue. Um, I've had a coach since my first business, which was in 2000. And it's what, 20, 2023. There's I maybe have had a coach out of those 23 years, maybe two out of those 23 years. I've not had a coach and I can tell you exactly what happened and, mm. and what went down. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So I like I, I quote Candace because she's like so much. Right. It's like hire a damn coach already. Seriously, people. Right. <laughs> we channel Candace when Smith and I say that hire a damn coach, people. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like I just because there's no way that I I I just have to have that support. Otherwise, I get too much in my own head. It It's not truth with a capital T. It's bullshit. I'm telling myself, you know, I'd be, you know, on the bed. Uh, under under the covers right or sitting on the couch watching Netflix and really it's our ego that wants us to sit on the couch watching Netflix it's our soul that wants us to shine out bright and to soar and to grow and to get out there yeah and I think it's our ego uh, that doesn't want us to hire a coach it's an ego that you're you right. this on your own right um that's too much money blah blah like all of those that's just ego yeah. um right yeah yeah so, you're right I could do it on my own yeah Right. <laughs> right. Um, and so t- uh, tell us about um, before you go to the last little bit, tell us about the uh, your uh, gifts that you have for everybody, please. And thank you. Yeah. So my free gift is four steps to realigning your vision. And the link Sarah has already dropped into the chat. And so it's a four part video series. I talk about so it's different than women and worth, wealth and wellness, but there's still four. I don't know why I don't do the three. I love the number three. But uh, it is about the first stage is meditation, because in our businesses, a lot of times we go through these ebbs and flows. And so we go into this, I call it a meditative state when shit isn't happening. Right. But it's important to connect inside because that's where the answers are. We all have the answers within us. And then it goes on to intuition. How do you follow your intuition? How do you find the courage move through the resistance? Again, when we get intuitive hits, there's always going to be resistance. And then the fourth video is on taking action, taking inspired Mm -hmm. action. And uh, the fourth fourth video on is on uh, your spiritual vision and bringing your spiritual vision. Anybody can have a business. But when you have a spiritual vision, that's when it's going to take off and grow. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And then your VIP, um, what do you have for us there? Okay, so I have two VIP gifts <laughs> because I just love she can because I can. <laughs> that's right. So the first VIP gift is my Lead with Intuition online course. It's uh, it's uh, it's a I sell it for five hundred dollars, and it's part of my first month of my six month intuitive coaching Academy certification training. And so the training is the first month as we learn how to connect to our intuition to become a, so the training will help you to become an intuitive coach. And so the first month is on how to connect with your intuition, how do you 
help your clients connect to their intuition while you're still connecting to your intuition as a coach, which is how I coach. And so your this uh, training has 23 videos, 23 handouts with uh, questions to really help you develop your intuition so that you can lead with your intuition. Yeah. And then our other VIP gift is a VIP day with Ranchelle and Samantha and I, which is on se not September. Nope. Nope. February 16th. Yes. And it's 11 a.m. Pacific time. And it's for five hours. And it's a one day event that you get, Ranchelle and Samantha and I. And we all are going to be bringing some of our content to you. And then, um, you're going to get a chance to be coached and to really grow and expand. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very expansive. It's a very expansive day. Now, remember, folks, the VIP gifts like the in order to uh, to upgrade to that, I uh, need to upgrade to the VIP package. So it's 97 US dollars to upgrade um, for the package. Uh, Samantha, or oh, sorry, Candace, I did that again the other day too. Candace is, I'm channeling Samantha. Um, Candace's, right, uh, course, that first part, I mean, I can't wait to take that. Um, I work, I work with Candace on a regular basis. Uh, she's one of my coaches. And I just, I'm so looking forward to that. And then, of course, you get to spend a day with us. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that for $97? I mean, seriously. I know $97. My course alone is $497 on my website. You can go to my website right now and you will see my course that lead with intuition digital course is $497. And that's what I sell it for. So you're going to get it for $97. Plus our VIP day is like worth, what did we say? 6,000? Yeah, we were, we were kind of like, yeah, when we're talking about this, like, well, this is how much I would charge you. Like, this is how much I would charge. Like, that's for six grand. Well, okay, cool. <laughs> It's like hang out with with it with with us. So yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Um, so I know we're close to our uh, time uh, at the end end of our time together. So what would what are like your last words? Like we have like four minutes left, five minutes left. But I would love for you just to I mean I know that you always get intuitive hits. Um, I know there's lots of energy kind of swirling around today, right? There's lots of things going on today uh, with everyone. And so what would you like to share with us this last little bit? Well, I'm, I'm going to draw us a card, but I want us to share, I want to share with you about my Intuitive Coaching Academy certification training. So it's a six month training. As I said, the first month is on intuition. But the unique thing about my training is I've done a lot of trainings. I've done yoga teacher trainings. I've done chakra therapy trainings before. And this is uh, Intuitive Coaching Academy. So you, you will learn how to do chakra balancing. You'll learn all of that. But the difference between this training and you'll become a certified intuitive coach. But the difference with this training is that I start right from day one with business training as well. So you get the you become an intuitive coach, but you're going to start your business right from day one. And I'm going to tell you why people are going to go, well, I won't be trained. How can I start the business? But I'm going to tell you why is that only one person out of all of the trainings I've done, only one person came in to the training without a previous certification. Yeah. Only one person, 99% of the people that take the training already have at least one, typically a stack of previous trainings, right. but they're not putting themselves out in the world. So it's an opportunity to take all of your trainings, put it under one umbrella, get the certification. You can do the six month certification, but at the same time, you're getting your business training and you're going to get it out there and you're going to start your business in the world. Mm -hmm. And so that starts in March. 
And some words of wisdom are, you know, we're, we all, like I said, we all have a unique message. We're here to share with the world. We're here to be of service. And I just want you to take a moment and imagine dropping into your body. I want you to drop into your body. If you can close your eyes and just imagine how you will feel when you bravely show up and value your unique feminine qualities and knowing that those feminine qualities are your superpower. And when you follow your intuitive guidance, you're going to attract the wealth that you desire. You're going to make the impact that you desire. And when you maintain your wellness, then you're going to be sustainably really growing your business, growing your impact and impact and income with purpose. Yeah. So can you imagine what that impact is going to have not only on yourself and your family, your community, but ultimately the entire world? I love that. Power. Very powerful. Very powerful. I think the girls are just grabbing your link um, to for your course, everyone. So hang on for a moment. Um, we'll get that link to you. So if you want to join Candace in her course, that'd be fantastic. Um, Ooh, I don't know if they have that link, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> we'll get that out then. We'll get that out. For sure. So um, we'll put the line. Yeah, they can uh, go to my website, CandaceMcKim.com. Perfect. CandaceMcKim.com. C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. There we go. CandaceMcKim.com. And grab her there. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And you have a, you have a card you pulled. Oh, right. I was going to pull a card. Look at <laughs> wow pose. Slow and steady. This is kind of a wah-wah card. <laughs> nobody wants this or I don't especially I'm not right, your I, like, I want shit to happen fast I know as a reflector I'm like oh, I love it yeah <laughs> oh do you so this card though is telling everybody to not abort their their vision right like don't and I say abort because I just visualize you know we plant the seeds right you plant the seeds you this is plow pose and it's not always a pretty pose you guys yeah. so you plant the seeds and you feel like it's not happening right it doesn't, it feels like, ah, it's not happening. It's not happening. Right. Don't pull, and it get, comes up and it's this big, right? The little plant. Don't pull out the plant. Just keep nurturing it. Keep nurturing your vision and it'll happen someday when it, when you least expect it, it's going to happen. Wow. So thank you so much, Candice. I mean, so we have like, we have the free gift that she dropped for us. Um, Sarah, can you put it all, all the links in the chat? So we've got the free gift, right? We've got uh, Candice's, you can connect to her to do the Academy. She has two VIP gifts as well. Uh, you know, Candice is really about let's take action and how can uh, how can she serve you and over deliver that? I mean, when I think of Candice, that's so I'm like, let's take action. And here's how you can take action now and hire a coach. Like that's what she's like, she's like hire a coach. Like, this is like, it's like for her, it's like a no brainer, right? It's like, why wouldn't you want to be a VIP member? Right. Um, and so, you know, in our last like 30 seconds, Candice, I just want to express to you truly, truly how much I love you and how uh, grateful I am. I mean, I know I've said it over and over again over the last week. I couldn't do this without you. Like the summit would not be a thing without you, without Samantha. Like, you know, it would be an idea in my, in my head that I'd be like, yeah, this would be cool if. And then I'd be like, yeah. Right. And so thank you. Um Thank you. Just, uh, yeah, I'm so grateful to have you in my life and so much gratitude and so much love for you and the light that you bring to the world and your purpose. And thank goodness you're following your dharma. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. 
where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.